6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Right now, though, as I was just telling you, in the weather, there's another beautiful week ahead of you, as long as you like the heat, and hopefully the smoke stays away. Uh, we know that fires burning across the prairies and in the U.S. have recently funneled into the province, making for off the chart air quality and really a dangerous situation for some but should we all all of us should we all be paying closer attention to the potential health impacts of wildfire smoke especially as we seem to see it happening more often Dr. Michael Brower is a professor focused on environment and health at the University of British Columbia's Faculty of Medicine Dr. Brower welcome to 630 Chad Thanks for having me. All right. Now, how worried do you think we really need to be about wildfire smoke? We know that, you know, for a lot of folks or for some folks, maybe that it can have some immediate fa- uh, effects, maybe, you know, watery eyes and scratchy throats. It's it's obviously more troublesome for those with lung conditions. Is there a cumulative effect if, it, if this happens for days on end or if it's happening more than you know once a stretch during the summer yeah that's really the question uh of the day now is um we used to think of these as sort of isolated events um maybe you know once every three four five years something like that what we're starting to see now uh, with the change in climate is uh, many parts of the country really get this every single year. And um, we don't know exactly for wildfire smoke, but we know for air pollution in general that that does have a cumulative effect, that it does um, lead to developing new diseases, new heart and lung diseases, and basically leads to a shortening of lifespan. So uh, we're quite concerned about this kind of becoming, uh, you know, an annual event for much of the country. Is there a is there a big difference between uh, smoke and general air pollution? So it, it's different chemically, but when we do the studies, we really don't see much of a difference. So we're especially concerned these very very small particles, the fine particles that are in the smoke, they're invisible to the eye, but of course that's what actually uh, obscures the visibility when, you, when you're in a, a smoke event. And the levels of those particles um, from smoke are actually much higher than typically from, from urban air pollution. And when we do the studies, um, we see that they generally kind of produce the same types of effects on, on the population. And um, so while we don't have exactly those studies, just mostly because we haven't had this be an annual event, um, but when we sort of put the, the body of evidence together, what we know about urban air pollution, how similar it is to this, um, that's why it's, it's so concerning that mm. this is really becoming a regular phenomenon. Dr. Michael Brower joining me this afternoon. So when, when you look at the impacts on the body from air pollution, from, from smoke, I, I think a lot of people think it's mainly just the lungs. And, and you know, for, you know, for obvious reasons, doctor, it, 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 does it impact more than just the lungs? That's a great question, and absolutely it does. Um, so you're correct. We breathe it in in our lungs, and what happens is then our, our lungs uh, mount a response to that. They're actually trying to protect the rest of our body. So there's inflammation that starts in your, in your lungs, and that's a natural response. The, the problem is our, our lungs are designed to sort of fight bacteria, viruses. 
when they just get exposed to these particles all the time, they, they can't digest them, they can't eat them up, and this, this inflammatory response just keeps going, and then it spills over into your bloodstream, mm. and that basically affects all your organs. So we definitely see impacts on the heart. We're starting to see evidence uh, on the kidneys and even on the brain uh, where we get um, uh, effects on cognition, the older Older individuals, their, their cognition can decline and developing, uh, you know, young children, uh, it affects the development of the, of the cognitive ability. So we really see most organ systems in the body uh, tend to be affected. So, doctor, if, if you're healthy, you know, if, you know, if your, your blood pressure is good, you're, you know, you're all, all of the things are good. I mean, and, and I'm not sure that there's uh, a lot of us that could say that we're 100% healthy. You know, it seems that a, a lot of us have different things going on. But, you know, if you, if you would consider yourself healthy, how much do you have to worry about this, do you think? So if it's a, you know, one-day, five-day kind of smoke event, for most people who are, who are in good health, um, really the impact should be um, quite transient. So you may feel difficulty breathing, you may develop a slight cough, maybe some uh, chest tightness, but that should be completely reversible. Um, so in the, for the most part, um, it's really a matter for, the, for that segment of the population. Just kind of keep your, your physical activity low. Uh, it's not really a great time to go out for a run um, in the middle of smoke. And if it passes, uh, you know, after a week or so, then you're good to go. Um, but as, as you said, the people, many of us have at least some level, for example, of, of heart disease, mm-hmm. um, some you know, high blood pressure, um, perhaps some growing lung, lung, chronic lung disease, and that's part of the population. And, and mind you, as we age, we see more and more of the population um, with those conditions. Um, and we know that those diseases become uh, affected um, more severe when people have uh, the basis smoke exposure. So you mentioned, you know, a couple of things that we hear oftentimes when, when the smoke or the air quality um, is, is low is, you know, to stay inside, limit the, the amount of time you're, you're outside, don't be doing some strenuous activity, uh, you know, and I, and I read those warnings whenever we have those air quality alerts when I'm giving my, 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 my weather forecast. So if, if that's what we're saying during, you know, the one-offs, you know, maybe a, a, a few days of, of heavy smoke in the region, do we need to, if we're expecting this to happen more often or if there's a real possibility that's going to happen more often and last for longer, are we going to have to reevaluate the warnings that we are giving people? Will communities, do you think, have to change maybe the way that they do things and, and, and have things in place for its, for its residents? Absolutely. I think uh, what we're seeing now is, is not the end. It's likely to get worse than this. And um, there are things that we can do. So we're really going to have to learn to live with this, um, just like we're going to have to learn to live with, with warmer temperatures. So things like uh, communities establishing clean air shelters, a place where people can go where there's a, a good filtration system, people can get some relief. People can do the same kind of things in their homes. If you have uh, air conditioning systems, central air conditioning, you can put a high-quality filter in. You don't. Uh, there's portable air cleaners uh, that, people, that people can buy um, that, are, that are really quite effective. And then on the, the sort of personal kind of protection side, anything you can do to improve your overall health, and that's, you know, all the things that, that we hear all the time, your diet, getting enough sleep, smoking, et cetera, 
um, that's going to lessen the, the, the impact of, of uh, pollution. And um, then people are, I think, should think about changing, you know, the, the, the behaviors. I know many people now that uh, in D.C., for example, that are not planning on vacations in July and August. They're planning on vacations in June and September, kind of the shoulder season outside of the smoke season because this is just such a frequent event. And who wants to be out, you know, camping and have that temperature ruined, um, you know, by a week of smoke? You know what, Dr. Brower, we're going to have to leave it there. I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. You've given us uh, a lot to think about on this Tuesday afternoon. I sure appreciate your time. Sure, my pleasure. Take Thanks. care now. That is Dr. Michael Brower this afternoon. He is a professor with the Faculty of Medicine, School of Population and Public Health, and uh, he's also the chair of the British Columbia Lung Association professorship at the University of BC. So just some some food for thought as we... You know, expect to see more of these air quality uh, events right now. The good news is we don't have any smoke in the forecast. So hopefully uh, what we went through, what, last week, uh, two weeks ago, that will be it. But as uh, we expect more and more wildfires to happen as things heat up, just some um, some some things to think about, about how to protect yourself and what you need to keep in mind about what you're doing uh, in those smoke events.